Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi. Good morning, Glenn. I saw Good some morning, handsome romantic pictures of you and Carl Frisch last night with all the stuff heads. Yeah, we, we had a great time. <laughs> um, Glenn, where do we start this morning? Uh, by the way, Brian Karam, our friend Chris, also says Trump is going to jail. Chris Lavoie is a naysayer who says Trump is never going to jail. <laughs> well, I, I, said, I, I, I maintain he's going to get convicted. I just don't think he's going to serve any oh, jail time. Oh, God. Glenn, come on. Yeah, uplift I, us. I, I, hate to, I hate to disagree with Chris. He's going to prison. He's Yay! going to prison because Jack Smith and, and I think the institutions of government understand that if you take all the time and the energy and the resources, and it's exactly what we should be doing yeah. to indict, to try, to convict, right. to go to sentencing against a high government official, including a president, for trying to overthrow our government, for talk, for basically disregarding the will of the American voters and trying to steal the Oval Office, you have to go to prison. There has to be punishment. Because think about this, Steph. If at the end of the day we go through all this and Trump is sentenced to home detention, home confinement, that really is no more than sentencing somebody to binge watch Netflix and order DoorDash. And it will not not, uh, deter the next wannabe dictator. We can't survive that. And I think Jack Smith and his team understand that yeah i i mean it, to me if you stop short it's absolutely saying we don't have a nation of laws we we do have two tiers of justice there you know someone is above the law in america um you know if you'd say oh because that's something like you say glenn that's made up just because we've never been here to, before that's not a thing that oh presidents can't go to jail uh, yes they can no. if they break the law just like the rest of us right they can and they should. And I maintain Donald Trump will not only be imprisoned after he's convicted and sentenced, he is moving closer and closer every day to a pre-trial yeah. jail cell for violating conditions of release. Well, yeah. And by the way, I just we played Laura Ingram at the top of the show saying, oh, this, you know, taking a mug shot is just a sick liberal fantasy. You know, it's bad. How is that good for America? I would posit it's great for America. Yes. To show that no one is above the law. Everyone else has to have a mugshot taken. I mean, it's just, you know what I'm saying? To say, oh, that's bad for America. No, what's bad for America is to have had a crook as president. Yeah, I, I don't understand how people argue that everybody should be subject to the laws of the United States, except Donald Trump. 
Uh, I mean, that's it's not a principled argument. It's not uh, a consistent argument. It just makes no flippin' sense. Well, let's talk about the pretrial detention, which is what you write about, is that, you know, everybody said this. He clearly tampered, witness tampered in plain sight, telling, uh, what's his name, Jeff Duncan, not to testify. So you were talking about, you were struck by what the judge said in April at his sentencing, um, that his most important condition of release was not committing a state, federal, local crime while on release. If Trump were to do so, she warned a warrant could be issued for his arrest. He could be detained uh, pending trial. And this is uh, Trump taking a page out of witness tampering for dummies playbook, <laughs> the, the truth he, or whatever it is, he wrote, you said this apparent violation of Georgia state law, which would constitute a violation of Trump's pretrial conditions in his D.C. case, case needs to be addressed by Judge Chutkin to say that defendant Trump has received different and far more favorable treatment in his criminal cases as compared to other defendants is an understatement. So this is the question I kept asking, Glenn, and you seem to be answering yes. Can he? Yeah. Because that's a crime in a different, yeah. it's hard to keep track of the crimes in which jurisdictions, but in a different jurisdiction from Judge Chutkin. Yeah, and- and I had the luxury of walking through this last night one-on-one with Stephanie Rule. I'm sorry, yeah. I was cheating with the That's other right. Stephanie on you last night. As long as you um, yell out but Stephanie. It, <laughs> but but he, here's the thing, and, and if you follow the bouncing consequences, here's what Donald Trump has done, and here's why I think he should be detained pending trial. When the judge put him on release in his federal prosecution in D.C., she said the most important condition is that you not violate any federal, state, or local law. Now let's move down to Georgia. Just a a week or two later, um, Donald Trump posted, I know Jeff Duncan is about to go into the grand jury. He shouldn't testify. He instructed a witness that he knew was about to testify not to testify. That violates Georgia state law uh, unlawfully influencing a witness. Let's go back to D.C. The judge said, the most important condition of your pretrial release is that you don't commit a state crime. This absolutely warrants him being revoked on release and detained pending trial. And Steph, that will begin to neutralize the threat, I believe, because if we can keep his big orange pie hole shut (laughs) appropriately in, in, in accordance with the rule of law by detaining him pending trial because of his own misconduct, I believe the threat will be reduced over time. I mean, and if we're going to talk about the threats, maybe we'll talk about what's happening to the grand jurors in Georgia and to Judge Chutkin in D.C. Well, exactly. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com 
slash Wondery. I mean, I, but, you know, in your piece, you go right to it. You said it's often been said witness tampering strikes at the very heart of our criminal justice system. If our system of justice is to retain any legitimacy, Trump's latest transgression simply cannot go unaddressed. And then, as you say, in the meantime, we have these very serious threats to Judge Chutkin, to the, uh, the jurors being docked. And we are, it feels like reaching a very dangerous boiling point with this, aren't we? Yeah, and if the institutions of government fail or refuse to do what the law demands, which is revoking someone on release when he has violated his conditions of release, then we don't have a lot of hope moving forward that the the system will be able to play catch up to all of the threats that Donald Trump is inciting. And when you have people like Judge Chutkin and I, I kind of take it personally because I used to try murder cases against yeah. Tanya Chutkin when she was a public defender. And in case anybody was wondering how small the criminal justice circles are in Washington, D.C., I used to try murder cases against her husband when he <laughs> was a public defender. Yeah. And when this woman, uh, Abigail Joe Shry from Texas, yeah. just leaves these racist, vulgar, vile death, death threats against Judge Chutkin and her family because, her words, if Trump isn't reelected in 2024, we're coming to kill you. Yeah. I mean, we cannot allow it to go unaddressed by leaving Donald Trump in the wind to continue to incite this kind of violence. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, her family said she got she drinks all, drank all day, watched TV, and got belligerent, which, right. I mean, me too, but I'm not, not the judge, anyone. Abigail Joe. Right. Right. I'm just Joe. kidding. <laughs> One glass of Chardonnay, maybe, and watch Glenn on MSNBC. Get not all threatening, up. not threatening anybody. You used to watch Fox News, though. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I got blood made me belligerent. Yeah, I did. Okay, <laughs> Glenn, uh, your friend Neil Cotillal said, "I will eat my hat if Judge Shudkin agrees with Trump to start this trial in 2026." Absurd. He's just afraid to stand trial. No, uh, nothing more. I know one analyst said, "Oh, I thought it was a typo." <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. it really is ridiculous, right? Yeah, it's absurd. It's offensive. It's ridiculous. And I think the good news is Judge Chutkin will see that the defense is not going to engage in legitimate lawyering. What they're going to do is, you know, basically try to be uh, associate campaign managers for Donald Trump. And that's not going to fly with Judge Chutkin. I think that kind of an absurd request pushes Judge Chutkin closer to the January 2nd trial that yeah. the prosecutors have already requested. So I think their miscalculation is probably good news for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, speaking of miscalculations, I do you uh, join me in urging Donald Trump to go ahead with his press conference? Ignore the lawyers. Mm. They don't know. Lawyers don't know. <laughs> Please. I want a front row seat because what, what he will do is he continues to take defenses away from his defense attorneys. Every time he spouts off some nonsense, yeah. he is actually limiting the arguments that they're going to get to make in court. Because if they make them, and Donald Trump has said something that contradicts that, and he yeah. always does, then the prosecutors can exploit that. So I think they actually had an intervention with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. his defense team, and they finally talked him out of providing the prosecutors with even more incriminating information yeah. in this, you know, Monday press conference. 
Um, speaking of his lawyers, you said Rudy Giuliani, now both an indicted and unindicted Trump co-conspirator, shows no signs of cooperating with prosecutors. Here's why Rudy will make a better defendant than he would a cooperating witness. Uh, talk to us about that. Yeah, there are some defendants who are so ugly. I call them 10-foot pole witnesses because you don't want to touch them except with the end of a 10-foot pole. These are guys like Joel Greenberg, who was the star witness against Matt Gates, and that is part of why the case against Matt Gates fell apart because they couldn't put Greenberg on the stand. You couldn't clean him up because he kept lying and lying and lying and lying. Yeah. There's some people, Steph, that we can't, as prosecutors, put on the stand and urge jurors to believe them and urge jurors to convict somebody else based on their testimony because they're so ugly. They've so damaged their credibility. As I related in one of my Justice Matters videos, an old homicide detective of mine, we would sit there and we would strategize. Can we clean this person up enough to put them on the stand yeah. in good conscience and ask jurors to believe them? And, and this detective, Detective Lauren Ledman, may he rest in peace, would always say, if the witness was ugly enough, he'd say, Glenn, you can't polish a turd. <laughs> That's a legal term. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a post facto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, you also tweeted Donald Trump as a new entry on his uh, criminal resume, one that will follow him through history, RICO defendant. I mean, that is the irony, right, with Giuliani and uh, 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 Trump. That, you know, this is, we, we've talked about this, that he's been a mobster his whole life, you know, and here's Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of mobsters' attorneys were having a good time <laughs> talking about I Rudy. Think, I think Trump is pleased with the, the RICO label. I, I really think he has always aspired to be the, the mob boss, the leader of a criminal organization. He got what he wanted. I also saw that piece in the Daily Beast about how all of the mobsters that Giuliani yeah. convicted a very long time ago are celebrating yeah. that it, the Enrico has come for Giuliani. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think because, you know, they were saying in some senses he misused it, you know, and just the the karma or the irony, I guess, right? Of, Let me just tell you, he was never all that in a bag of chips as a prosecutor. I can tell you that from inside, from inside the Department of Justice. I can tell you that. You know, and this other story about Giuliani that surfaced, Glenn, is that he reportedly went to Mar-a-Lago to beg Trump to pay his... <laughs> legal bills. Um, he said, by going in person, Giuliani and his lawyer, Robert Costello, believe they could help explain face-to-face -face why Trump needed to assist his attorney with these ballooning bills. Um, he did, Trump didn't seem interested, I'm told, covering everything that Giuliani and Costello wanted. One source said he verbally agreed to help, but didn't commit to any specific amount or timeline. Well, 
Trump's always good to his word, though, isn't he? <laughs> Another source says Trump really only agreed to pay a small fee from a data vendor that was hosting Giuliani's records. Some people in Trump's inner circle were actually surprised by Trump's unwillingness to pay for Giuliani's bills, given he could find himself under intense pressure to cooperate. Because um, Giuliani appears to be out of cash. I mean... I'm obviously torn about that. Like, I'm glad Trump is yeah. cheap and that might cause some people yeah. to tell the truth. But that should be illegal, paying people's bills that could implicate you, isn't it? Shouldn't it? I mean, it, it, it is. You know, there are ways that if we believe um, there are conflicts of interest because a defendant is paying for the lawyer of a co-defendant who could implicate him, there are ways to go to the court and ask that conflict-free counsel be appointed for the sole purpose of broaching the subject of cooperation. Um, and, and I've had that happen successfully from time to time. So, you know, and usually prosecutors like to drive wedges between co-defendants, try yeah. to break them apart, get them to flip on one another. And, you know, this sort of failure to pay Giuliani's legal fees would ordinarily be one of those wedges. But then I think we have to go back to the conversation. Would anybody want to put Rudy Giuliani on the stand and tell a jury to believe him when the cross-examination would start with things like, well, first of all, to you, truth isn't truth. And second, yeah. you admitted in a court filing that you lied about Georgia state election workers, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, and you called them drug dealers. And you have now admitted that you lied and you defamed them but you want this jury to believe you. Yeah. He would not make a good witness. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, so obviously we've heard that Arizona may be next. <laughs> in terms of, I don't know what your betting pool is on next indictment, but I thought I also heard something bubbling about, you know, uh, possibly another superseding indictment coming. I don't know whether that would be documents or J6. What, what's your guess? So the only superseding indictment I suspect we'll see is down in Florida. There may be some more charges and okay. some more defendants added to that one because that one is on a slow track to nowhere, given Judge Aileen Cannon. Um, I don't think you'll see a superseding indictment in D.C., at least not one that will include Donald Trump. And that would be the only true superseding indictment. You're going to see a separate indictment, right? We already have six co-conspirators in the first indictment. And the one thing I can promise everybody, Jack Smith will not do, it's put those six co-conspirators, unindicted co-conspirators, in the D.C. indictment of Donald Trump and then say, but I'm not going to indict them, even though I just put in a public document that they committed crimes with Donald Trump as a co-conspirator. So, yeah, we're going to see another D.C. indictment. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> All right. Love you, Glenn. I'll see you, we'll see you next you, week. Steph. All see right. you, guys. Glenn.